0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one.
0: It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski.
1: Well, some of you out there uh, took the hint, like our buddy Scotty over at New Balance. Subscribe, rate, and review, which he did. Beck Well Boston Podcast, coming to you every single day or thereabouts, the entire football season. Uh, Very easy to find on Apple Podcasts, on the Odyssey app, on Spotify. That's all we're going to ask you. Subscribe, rate, and review, uh, especially since Chris Scheim handed out a winner on Thursday Night Football last night. Chris Scheim, how are you?
0: I'm wonderful, but not just a winner. I handed out three winners.
1: Uh, I don't recall those three.
0: Uh, that would be the Josh Allen over 277.5. Pass yards, yep. Matt Stafford over a half an interception, and the Buffalo Bills minus 2.5. Uh,
1: yeah, that's 3-0 and o daily. I write this down right here for Chris Scheim 3-0. Well, no, um, I got. I
0: did get one wrong. I had the Cam Akers uh, over reception yards. That did not cash. Ooh, so who knew Cam
1: one. Akers and Al Robinson weren't playing last night? I, I know that. I have a different take on yeah, the game. Yeah,
0: you and I both. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't want to overreact to what we saw, um, but yeah, I, I I get the sense the Bills are going to be okay this year.
0: Yeah, I think they'll be all right.
1: <laughs> They're just a wagon. And I was texting with you during the game, and the thing that stood out the most to me. And we'll get to football picks, and I got a baseball pick for tonight. Don't worry, the Red Sox picks are not going away. Um, the skill position players on both sides of the ball, from Cup to Robinson to Higby. To Diggs, to McKenzie, to Gabe Davis, like they play at a different level than the Patriots skill guys. And that that was a big takeaway for me watching the game last night is that the Patriots may win a bunch of games this year. They're not built like these teams are. And there's going to have to be a a talent influx either by draft or free agency if they want to compete from a talent standpoint. By the way, that includes Mac Jones. I like Mac Jones but Josh Allen was freaky freaky good last night. I think Stafford is hurt. But just it's a it's a different I'll say different game, but it just looked like different players out there. It Sean, really is, did. I, my
0: it, it, in my opinion, it looked like a different league. Like I, these two these teams are just a cut above what the Patriots are. Talent-wise, just uh, top to bottom and then the quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen is unbelievable. He's going to be so much fun to watch this year. Unfortunately, for you Patriots fans, you have to face him twice this year. Uh, and just about every year, so <laughs> this Bills team is going to be awesome. They are going to be g- good to watch every single week.
1: Yeah, they went from seven to one to three and a half to one, uh, in terms of odds. So a major overreaction, or what was Four and a half to one, uh, plus seven hundred to plus four fifty to win the Super Bowl. I'm not surprised. Um. But I mean, there's a lot of season left to play. But there, if you were worried about Brian Dayball, if you're worried about the 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 hangover off the loss to Kansas City, Allen just showed up and went ten for ten to start the game. And the the throw he made, I think it was Collinsworth at one point. He was right. He looked like Tom Brady. Like it looked yeah. that e- it looked that easy to him. I mean, he went against he torched Shime Jalen Ramsey. Who is no, cannot be considered the best cornerback in the NFL anymore? I don't know who Jaylen is. Jalen
0: Ramsey and Trevon Diggs need to go away. Like they, they're like, oh, we're <laughs> the best. We're the best cornerbacks in football. No, you aren't. Stephon Diggs just ate your Torched. lunch, and Josh Allen embarrassed you last night. Jalen Ramsey's comments from 2018 surfaced, where he's like, I think Josh Allen is trash. What a bad pick by the Buffalo Bills. And Yikes. since that comment, Josh Allen is three and zero against him, and is thrown for almost eight hundred yards in three
1: games. Yeah, I think that, I think I saw this morning. PFF had their their overnight rankings. They the Allen had a perfect quarterback rating going against Jalen uh, Ramsey last night.
0: That was, I mean, it's it was just stupid. And and one of the things you noticed, where at least that I noticed in this game, is that especially in the first half, they didn't. Josh Allen didn't attempt a pass over twenty yards downfield, which to me indicated that the Rams were like, okay, we're gonna sit back in zone and you're gonna have to chunk your way down the field and beat us. And you know what? That's exactly what Josh Allen did. At halftime, he was like twenty-one of twenty-five. Uh, and two of, his, two of his incompletions were interceptions, one of which was not his fault. That was all Isaiah McKenzie, just right off his chest and into the arms of uh, the, uh, the uh, Rams defender. And then the other one was Jamison Crowder just sat in the zone instead oh. of running through. Yep. And so Allen threw the ball, and by that time, Troy Hill had cut up, picked it off. So Allen had one legitimate incompletion in the first half of football. And and he was and Pretty yeah wild. they only they were only ten to ten but it's because of turnovers that were out of his control James Cook fumbles on his first carry in the NFL and then those two interceptions so um, you saw why Buffalo was clearly the better team in the second half because they just took over
1: yeah and I I, don't, I didn't I I didn't build into my thought about the game last night I, I leaned Bills and I, I liked the over and obviously it did not come home I was zero one with the picks last night and the Robinson props did not hit either. Uh, Stafford's dealing with something in his elbow. Like I, I don't know how bad it is, but I yep. mean they made a big deal out of it. He didn't he didn't look great. He looked slow, but I mean I, the other part of it was the Bills defense was just suffocating. I was well, trying and to I, imagine Mac Jones trying to deal with that pressure and that that's a the scary problem. 7
0: sacks, no chance. The Patriots would get hammered. But I even said to you yesterday. I said Aaron uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out that Matt Stafford felt better th- today than he did or yesterday than he did this time last year. And I was like, "Well, I need to see that." Because this, this elbow surgery in the off season to me is still a worry, and that's exactly yeah, why right. I was against the Rams last night, and I was so confident in it, and it was it was right because Stafford did not look great last night. He was dropping that arm down. That's one of the reasons he had one of those interceptions. Um, he had three of them in the game, and and so I have just the Bills were just top to bottom the better team.
1: They sure were. Um, if you were thinking the Bills might, uh, you know, take a step back this year, at least for one night in primetime, uh, they did not give oh, you any. Oh, and sort by of the
0: way, before we continue, they started them. two rookies at cornerback. They don't even have Tre'Davious White on the field.
1: That's pretty wild. Uh, Cooper Cup was magnificent. <laughs> um, he just hit, I mean, Stafford. He's addicted to throwing a Cooper Cup. Yeah, he addicted, is. addicted to throwing to Cooper Cup and Ben Scourneck of all people. I can't. I can't imagine what I, I I can't imagine Al Robinson thought he'd show up for one catch and eight yards in that opener. Um, and I, I you mentioned the Cam Akers stuff. I was not prepared for Cam Akers to take a backseat to Daryl Henderson. You and in, you in and me one.
0: both, friend. I I don't know what was going on there, but Henderson. I want to say he played like eighty-two percent of the snaps yeah. last night. Yeah, just rem- unbelievable to me. Really,
1: those are more fantasy and prop things to keep an eye on. But it was just it was dominant. I mean, it was yeah. a dominant Bills win, and they are the deserving favorites to win the entire thing. Uh, let's get to our weekend. We'll we're, So we're, we're going to make picks every week here. Uh, sort of like we do at the winner's club here, Shime, uh, with the idea of making you and I'll do three picks each. There'll be three different picks. We can go heads up against each other, but we're going to make three different picks on the podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's in draft order. So I, I'm the oldest, uh, I I'm older than you. I'm not as talented as you. So I Age can go for beauty. This week. A- absolutely. Uh, but we'll start with the Patriots game every single week. And then you can the Patriots games as part of your picks, uh, but you don 't have to, and then so whoever whoever wins uh, each week gets to go first the next week. Does that make cool. sense for you? Yep. I, I mean, love our it. three picks sort of heads up throughout the course of the year we 'll keep track of it uh, during the season let 's start with uh, Patriots and Dolphins. This is Friday morning at about ten forty five This game opened at about uh, two and a half in most places it 's three and a half across the board right now. Draftkings. Uh, you can get it at, at dolphins minus three and a half points. The juice there is minus one hundred five. Uh, you want to play the Patriots at plus three and a half. You got to pay a little bit more at minus one fifteen. Uh, as far as the total goes, there's been some money on the total. John, this thing started at forty four and a half. I see it up to forty five and a half in most places. As far as the game line goes uh, in this game, sixty uh, percent of the bets are on Dolphins minus the points, and seventy percent of the money uh, on the total. of the bets on the over, but almost 60% of the money. So there have been some big bets have come in on the over. Somebody likes the offense in this game. So the money in this game is coming in on the Dolphins and on the over, I'll defer to you. uh, Thoughts on Patriots and Dolphins Sunday 1 o'clock to cap off week where the Patriots are practicing. Apparently some high school field there in Miami (laughs) with jet planes flying overhead, uh, which seems to me not not the best way to get uh, ready for the Dolphins game. And by the way, they're bringing in Marcus Cannon to the practice squad. Another bad sign for your offensive line.
0: Yeah, not great uh, for the Patriots. I am uh, I'm on the Dolphins here minus three and a half. I like the Dolphins in this game. Um, again, I, I'm not going to touch the I'm not going to bet on the Patriots until I can see that their offense is at least semi competent. I think the defense has an opportunity to make some chaos tomorrow uh, or Sunday. Uh, against the Dolphins, but I just think the Dolphins are too good. That roster is just better, and uh, from top to bottom, I think that roster is better. Um, and I also like the under in this game. I I just – there's uh, Jeremy Reiner, uh, the weatherman for – I believe it's Channel 7 uh, – was on our show this morning on the Greg Hill Show and uh, said that there could be some rain rolling through Miami um, during the game. And so rain plus being in Miami and players being exhausted, to me – immediately indicates the under forty six and a half. I mean the last two times they played in Miami, last year it was what, seventeen to sixteen. The year before with Cam Newton, it was like twenty four to nine. So these games tend to be low scoring yep. and uh in, in that weather and, and so I'm gonna I, I think I I like the under far more than I like the Dolphins, but I, I do like the Dolphins in this game. I'm
1: having a hard time finding a reason to bet the Patriots. And I, I, I got up some picks here, and I got a bunch of dogs. I think the dogs are barking in Week 1. I think there's mm-hmm. 10 home, ten uh, big dogs across the the, the league this weekend. Uh, happens all the time in Week 1. Uh, week 1 dogs are a good bet. I'll get to that in my picks coming up. I'm having a hard time finding a reason to sink my teeth into the plus 3.5. I'm just not I, – I, 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 I'm not seeing it, Shima. I, I, there's no – a simple question that's not really a betting question like what are you most confident in in this Patriots team this week in week 1?
0: Uh Matt Judon. That's it.
1: Yeah. That's I, my list. I, uh, okay. I, I would say I'll, I'll say front, the defensive I think, line. I'll say I the front think, four. I think they'll be able to confuse and get to uh
0: Tua. Like I that's my See, my, I'm my... not even convinced they can do that. I, I mean, I, I think Miami's done a really good job at upgrading this offensive line. I think they're better, uh, and the yeah, way Armstead's there now, right? They got Armstead yep. from the Saints, correct? And uh, they believe in Austin Jackson. Uh, so I just, I, I think this offense is just going to be better. I think it's going to be more efficient. I think they're going to be spread out a little bit more. Um, I'm scared, and I think I'll probably look at uh, props right before game time for this. But I, I have a feeling that Chase Edmonds might have a big game here. Um, this feels like a oh, you want to pin your ears back and come at Tua? Well, we're just going to run it right at you instead, kind of like what Belichick does to Aaron Donald. We're just going to run it right at you, and then when we do throw, it'll be short intermediate passes to Ty Hill and Jalen Waddle, who are going to be yak monsters. So, uh, to me, I-, I think Chase Edmonds could have a massive game this weekend.
1: Yeah, so I, I wish I had a real a conviction play here, but I- I'm with you um, really on both. I-, I guess the Dolphins and under game, and I, I wish there was – because Contrarian would be going with the Patriots, taking the points on the road. Yep. But they, they played poorly in Miami. Their offensive line has not performed well. And there's just so many questions about the coaching staff. I don't need to rehash it here. You can turn on our station anytime between 6 a.m. and midnight and get the coaching conversation. But I, it just it has to factor in. And I, 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 there are questions about Mike McDaniel. He might stink. Like, yes, he, he might, might really be bad. But the last time I saw him, he was running a really high-powered offense. The last time I saw Matt Patricia, he's getting run out of Detroit. So I just I w I if you if you have confidence in the Patriots, you know, there's probably some value in getting three and a half points with this team and Belichick, but I, I can't do it. So my pick would be officially uh lean Patriots and uh lean on the under uh at forty five and a half, forty six and a half, wherever it is right now. Um uh, and I I'd have a hard time unless there's some major injury for the Dolphins and they seem pretty healthy going into this game, uh, I'd be on the Dolphins. In the week one. Yep. I, w- I wish I felt differently. So I'm not going to be one of my picks here. Uh, that, but I, we and I are both on the same page for Pats and Dolphins. As far as the picks go, uh, as I said, age before beauty. So I will go first. We'll make three Correct. picks each and make our case for it. Uh, I'm going to start with the Minnesota Vikings at home. Speaking <laughs> of home dogs. Getting a point and a half against the Green Bay <laughs> Packers. Now, are. I've, 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 if you listen to the Winners Club podcast, you know I'm addicted to betting on the Vikings. With or without Mike Zimmer. But this is pretty simple. Like, So the non-betting take is like so that the dumb sports radio take is I get to go against the Packers in week one. No Devontae Adams, who accounted for a massive share of the offense for this team and for Aaron Rodgers and his targets. Yep. Likely no Alan Lazard. And again, I'm not, not confirmed yet, but at 1040-something here, uh, Alan Lazard unlikely to play. And so a receiving core of your go- your boy, Dubs. Or is it? It's Dubs, right? Yeah, yeah Romeo Dubs. Dubs. Romeo Dubs, Sammy Watkins, and Randall Cobb against a, a good, it's already a good Vikings defense. New coaching staff there. So that's just like the non-betting side. The betting side is I want divisional dogs in week one of the NFL season. So courtesy of our friends at the Action Network, since 2014, chime divisional home dogs week one nine against the spread. Wow, that's actually really 70, good. <laughs> Seventy something percent of the time, and I oh, and smokes. I and, and I get it, and I understand why it happens. We get all caught, but this I, I want to bet against Green Bay anyway. I, I want to bet against them in the NFC, and I certainly want to bet against them in Week One. Aaron Rodgers, uh, six and eight against the spread lifetime against Minnesota, and so I wanted to fade the pack early. Lazard's not going to play. Vikings got a new offensive line coach. They have a new defensive coordinator who's pretty good in his own right. Give me the Vikings plus one and a half at home against Green Bay. Home dogs are barking. Week one, that's my first pick here, in the mutton shine back and forth.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I like it. I I don't love it. I If I'm betting this game, I'm actually leaning towards the under of 47 in this game uh, just because I think Green Bay is going to be slow and methodical with how they uh, play offense here just because, like you said, the receivers aren't great. Uh, but I need to see – Both Minnesota's offense and the Green Bay offense before I can uh, convincingly convince myself to bet on either of these teams or against either of these teams. So, I mean, you are you are in on Vikings and home dogs, which I respect. uh, And uh, I will give that to you. So, you know, good for you. Uh, My first pick (laughs) here. My first pick here is wow. a game we just mentioned. I'm going it? under 46 and a half New England and Miami. I uh, oh, I love okay. this. I love this play. I don't think this score gets very high. I, even if Miami's offense is awesome, I am confident enough to say that New England's offense is not. And so even if it looks like it did last night, it's going to go under this. The Dolphins can score 31 and if the Patriots only score 10, I still hit the under. So, I am I am firmly on the under in this game of 46 and a half Patriots Dolphins.
1: All right, uh, you made your case there. Uh, speaking of home dogs, home dog number two for me. Give me the Falcons plus five and a half at home against the New Orleans Saints. Um, and this one is very, very basic. I, I will get right to the point. You get a chance to bet against Jameis Winston as a road favorite. Okay, I, I understand it. People want to, they like Jameis. He has fun workout videos. Pardon my take, includes him in the their, uh, uh, Jameis Winston, Arizona, in the, the recaps every Monday. He's a character. He's also not that good, okay? I don't care he had LASIK. I don't care he's there all offseason. He is a favorite in his career. Is 8-17-1, and I get a home dog against a bad favorite. And, by the way, a team that is going from Sean payton to Dennis Allen. Like, uh, is Dennis Allen a good coach? I don't know. I don't, yeah. Should he be a five and a half point favorite? Probably not. In week one on the road? My answer is no. And so I get I think the Saints defense is very, very good. I've taken a bunch in different fantasy leagues. I think they'll be a top ten defense this year. They'll probably get after Marcus Mariota. But I get a chance to bet against Jameis as a Jameis Winston is a five and a half point favorite in the division again. <laughs> divisional dogs. Twenty nine and nine week one. It's not a sexy pick, but gimme Falcons,
0: home dog. Ooh, ooh, ooh. plus five and a half. Okay, I'm into it. I, you've sold me on it. I, I was probably going to stay Genius. away from this game. I kind of like the Saints this year, but you've sold me on the plus. Yes, Wells so ga- yes,
1: gave that pick. Who? Bomber Brad, Brad Bryant, Mohegan Sun FanDuel Sportsbook on the Mudd at Night Show last night. Boom. He's one. He makes. He makes. He made one pick last week for us. He gave us Old Dominion in college football against Virginia Tech, and they, they were a home dog. They won and covered. He gave us last night Falcons plus the points and Liberty football on Saturday night. Plus the point. So I'm 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 tailing my guy, uh, bomber Brad here a little bit, but in digging into it this morning, James, James. What if Michael Thomas isn't good? What if Chris is not good? Yep. You're right. Too much value. Five and a half. Falcons, book it, home dog. That's my second pick. Go ahead, Chris.
0: So I know you're big on home dogs. I get that. Um especially divisional home dogs. Uh oh, I'm, don't do it, I'm don't gonna go against it. that in this. Oh, pick. You're Uh, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts laying seven at the Houston Texans. And there's a couple reasons why. Right now, 81% of the money is on the Houston Texans, even though 57% of the bets are on the Indianapolis Colts per the Action Network. Wow. Uh, do you know what what happened last year? The t- the two times that Indianapolis played Houston, uh, Indianapolis won thirty one to three. Jonathan Taylor had fourteen carries for one hundred and forty five yards and two touchdowns. And then they won thirty one to nothing, and Jonathan Taylor had thirty two carries for one hundred and forty three yards and two touchdowns. So in two games against the Houston Texans, Jonathan Taylor averaged not not combined averaged. 144 yards and two touchdowns eh, against okay. the Houston eh. Texans. Okay. Uh, the Houston Texans in the offseason did not improve very much, uh, and now Lovie Smith is their head coach, who I do not have confidence will be able to stop Jonathan Taylor. Oh, and by the way, the Colts now have Matt Ryan, a quarterback, and not Carson Wentz, who they were trying desperately to just not turn the football over. So uh, this team is better uh, in Indianapolis, and they are going to come in and stomp the Houston Texans. So give me the Indianapolis Colts laying seven points.
1: I'd be leaning Houston, of course, because they're a home dog. But of I, I, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, I totally understand it from a just a talent perspective. They lay over the Texans. I didn't think Davis Mills was terrible last year. Uh, the the rookie running back there is getting a lot of buzz there in Houston. I think Damian Cooks Pierce is he? I think very he's he's a good, obviously, um, going to be somebody a lot of people play in DFS this week in fantasy. Yep. Um, I think Brandon Cooks is an underrated wide receiver. Uh, going back to his days here. Um, I would not want to lay seven, but I, I, I I would like, I, it's a, it's a fine pick. Shime, as we like to say. Okay. Thank you. I'd be against you, but. That's uh, fine. It's a fine pick. Uh, I could go a lot of ways with pick number three. I could have made a lot of picks in week one. Uh, A little, little public service announcement. Week one. Sean like to do this here on the show. Relax week one. Take, take a breath. Okay. There's, there's a, there's a natural pull to probably bet more than you should in week one. We, we know right now, Shime. There's
0: always that, le- Paul.
1: We know less than we're going to know about these teams the entire year. So you can take advantage of it if you like. I, I for sure will not be playing. This will not be my most bet week of the year. I, I think there's too many unknowns out there, and I have a lot of bets I can make here, but I want to bet on something I think I know, and that is on offense. I want to bet a total here, Shime. I want to bet the over on Raiders and Chargers. 52.5. Uh, money has come in on the over. Uh, the 78% of the bets are on the over. Not a huge surprise here. Uh, just 22% on the under. Uh, I like the idea, and by the way, sh- uh, sharp money has come in on this over, which makes sense, right? McDaniels um, for Gruden and that the other guy who was coaching once Gruden got uh, jettisoned last year. A Rich
0: Passaccia. Uh,
1: exactly. Exactly whatever he is, Uh, McDaniels perennially here in New England, one of the fastest teams in the NFL. When he had Brady, even with Cam Newton and Mac Jones, they played very fast, right? And last year, the Vegas uh, Raiders were not a real super fast team. The Chargers, we don't expect them to have J.C. Jackson this weekend, so they're down potentially one of their best cornerbacks. Uh, We know the Chargers want to play fast. They had the fifth uh, highest passing rate in neutral uh, situations last year. And, oh, by the way, what team do you think, played in the games that had the highest totals last year, Chris Schein.
0: Uh The Los Angeles Chargers. They were the
1: number one total team. Their games on the year averaged 54.9 points per game. They were number one in the NFL. So I get two offensive-minded teams, two teams that don't want to punt, two teams don't want to run. They want to throw, 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 throw. McDaniels taking that carryover from the preseason uh, into the regular season. I want the over- Raiders-Chargers 52-and-a-half, and I know it's a square bet. I know we lost the over on Thursday night, but i got to stick with what I think I know. I think these two teams are good offensively. I want the over. Raiders, Chargers, 52 and a half
0: points. Yeah, I'm not going to push you off that bet. I want to root for that. I want points in that game. I want to see a fun, explosive game. So uh, I'm here for it. Uh, I I don't think I'll necessarily touch the total in that game just because it is a divisional game in Week 1. That scares me a little bit when it comes to totals. Um, So I I will probably stay away, but I am rooting for your over there because it may be a square bet, but it's also the fun bet. So I'm into it. Uh, my final pick for you here, I am going to take a dog. You, you talked about dogs are barking. It's not a home dog. It's a road dog. Well, but I, a thought dog I thought you were a favorites guy. Huh? Nah, no, I'm wow. not. Uh, and the first dog I'm going to take... This, is, this may come as a surprise to you, Michael McNansky. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars plus two and a half points I at like the it. Washington Commanders. I, like it. I think I like the it. Commanders effing stink. Uh, they w- they didn't want to start Antonio Gibson at running back. They wanted to start Brian Robinson. Unfortunately, he uh, dealt with a crazy, crazy situation and getting shot, uh, shot in a carjacking, uh, which is just super unfortunate. I'm glad he's going to be okay and uh, he's going to heal. But they didn't want Antonio Gibson, is the point. Uh, Antonio Gibson did not look good in the reps he did did get in the preseason uh and now their quarterback is Carson Wentz I think this Jacksonville Jaguars team is poised to have a bit of a bounce back I'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs but I think they're gonna be better especially with Doug Peterson I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna be really good this year people are gonna see why he was the number one overall pick and be like oh so last year was all Urban Meyer Uh, and I think it starts here in Washington so give me the Jaguars plus two and a half at the Commanders
1: I like that pick. It's probably something if I make some some ridiculous like, you know, $5 pizza money like 10 game
0: parlays yep.
1: trying to turn into a billion dollars, I would probably include for for all the reasons uh you just said um and I I think you know specifically The Trevor Lawrence stuff is really, really good. So uh, my three picks to recap, Minnesota Vikings plus the 1.5 against the Packers, Falcons plus 5.5 against the Saints. Give me the over 52.5, Vegas and the Raiders. Vegas and the Chargers, sir.
0: (laughs) And I have the under 46.5 in New England, Miami, the Colts laying 7 at the Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars getting 2.5 points at the Washington Commanders.
1: So I think we should do Shime um, since we're going to have a pod. I, I, so how, how do we want to do this weekend? What, 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 what is your what is your thinking? We can do a quick, you know, couple minutes here on what you think hmm. this should look like this weekend.
0: Well, I think tomorrow uh, we should definitely do a pod. We can talk the Red Sox and then we can talk maybe some props because yeah, uh, that's
1: what I prop Saturday. Yep, that's prop Saturday
0: sounds like yep. a lot of fun.
1: But I have a prop I want to give people right now because I'm not sure how long it's going to be
0: out there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I think prop Saturday sounds like a lot of fun, and then Sunday I, I figure we can either do. Um, a kind of a live show where we can stream it to Twitter or Twitch or whatever um, and just do a quick run-through of the NFL games and, and kind of what we like, our leans and stuff like that, and kind of re, uh, readdress our major picks for the day. Uh, or we just are happy with Friday, Saturday, and because games start early uh, in the day on Sunday, uh, we just kind of just let people enjoy NFL Sunday. So I'm
1: leaning, I'm leaning that way. Yeah, I'm leaning that way because there there are a lot sharper people that are going to have, yeah, I'm not say better information, but are going to be better equipped to cover all the news at 11:30 when the inactives coming out than than we're going to be. Yep. Um, if there are like, I guess there's probably some Sunday if there's a big Patriots inactive, uh, we can hop on and and do something live. But I I think it should be Friday football picks. It should be Saturday prop Saturdays, um, prop props and pick Saturdays, and then I think we're silent on Sundays.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that si- works because with the, but the, the, the Lord's not, Day, everybody enjoy and enjoy it's, football.
1: It's not going to change. Like I, I don't think nothing, I don't think we're going to change anything on Sundays. No. So I think for this first weekend we'll do that. Now, my, I have a request for next week before okay. I give you a, a prop pick and a, a Red Sox pick for tonight. I think the Friday show we should do from your command center on StreamYard, and we should put the Friday show with our picks up on YouTube.
0: Oh, I'm I would, into it.
1: I would like to do the Friday show, with add some video to it. We, we've been lacking on the video side of it. If you think it's doable, I think you and I should tape Fridays at noon because then it gets a couple more hours of news and information, and we do our Friday show, 25 minutes, whatever it is, do our picks back and forth on video, put it out on YouTube for the people. What do you think about that?
0: I love it. I'm into okay. it. I think that's a great idea.
1: Okay, so we'll try, we'll, we'll try to aim for that for week two of the season. Now, uh, a prop pick and then a, a Red Sox pick for tonight. So this is courtesy of uh, You Better You Bet. was listening to the guys yesterday afternoon, and they had uh, Connor Allen on as one of their guests from mm-hmm. four, 4 for 4 football. And the three of them, I, I forget that dra- the, not just DraftKings, but everybody does this week one. There are too many prop bets out there because w- w- what the books are trying to do is use the prop bets to get you to come in. And if you bet the props there, then you'll bet sides and totals there too. So for week one, the Miami Dolphins and the Patriots are playing. This ties to the Pats-Dolphins game. They actively tried to trade Mike Jasicki in the offseason, right? They didn't want Mike Jasicki anymore. They 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 basically, he I don't know if he's number two. I should pull it up officially so I can get this correctly. Um, but w- without, um, without saying as much, he's not their top. Uh, tight end anymore, okay? Miami Dolphins step chart. Let me just confirm this. I I, I don't even care what they say. But basically what they've done is they've decided that Durham Smythe, okay, is a better fit for what (laughs) they want to do, okay? Okay. Gasicki didn't play in the preseason really, didn't get targets from Tua. The target share is now going to go through, as you said, Chase Edmonds out of the backfield, Mostert out of the backfield, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Cedric Wilson, a million mouths to feed. DraftKings is still posting Mike Kosicki like he is last year's Mike Kosicki. And right now you can bet his over-under on yards at 32.5 yards receiving. I think it is almost impossible he's going to have more than 32.5 yards receiving considering they tried to trade him, he's fallen out of favor, and they have like four other, five other, six other guys in front of him in the pecking chart. I I don't know how long this is going to be up there, but as of this morning it's still there. My favorite prop this weekend, again, full credit to you, better you bet, and Connor Allen for putting me on this because I have other prop bets we'll give out tomorrow morning. I love the under on Jasicki uh, receiving yards. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm, I, I'm so with you. And,
1: I, I'm driving to New Hampshire specifically to play that, and I don't I I'm not saying I'm going to max out my account, but my biggest prop bet this weekend is going to be against Mike Kasiki Three, 32 and a half receiving yards well and after that last
0: night i'm like 250 dollars richer so i am whoa <laughs> well, let's
1: not brag about bankrolls whoa it's weak it's weak you no, sound like was the people game one. <laughs> that are doing the Gabe davis victory lap today or the daryl henderson victory it's been a week I let's know, not let's not get uh it's been a
0: game it hasn't even been a week it's actually been, it's a, been game. a game i'm just i'm just happy i had a good game and now i have a little bit more to spend on props this weekend
1: so I, I just want to—I don't know how long it's going to be out there. I suspect if some of the websites start to sniff this out, they may just take it off the board. Or the number may come down, but at thirty-two and a half, I love the under on Mike Siki receiving yards. Um, I'll just say that. Yeah, uh, do it. more more props tomorrow on uh, your your props and picks Saturday morning on BetQL Boston. Uh, as far as the Red Sox go tonight, they're still playing games. I'll still give out a pick every night because I can do prep work for the for the pregame show. Uh, Red Sox and Orioles—they uh, are playing out the string. There's an article today. Up on weei.com, up the future of JD Martinez from Rob Bradford. Urge people to check that out. This will be a 7.05 first pitch uh, there in Charm City. Uh, updated odds are the Red Sox plus one and a half runs are minus 195. Uh, the over under is eight and a half, and the uh, Red Sox money line is plus 105. Brian Bayo against Austin Voth. Did you look at this at all, Chris Scheim? No. Nope. are
0: you completely in football? Mode? I am completely in football mode at the moment. I'm sorry.
1: I'm going to be on uh, Austin Voth strikeouts tonight. Voth strikeouts, three and a half. I want to punch the uh, over three and a half strikeouts at minus minus one fifteen. Okay. Uh, he's hit this number, uh, I think, four of his last six starts. The Red Sox offense is in, you know, sort of swing for the fences mode. I like these September games where guys are you're going against teams that aren't very good, and they're trying to get some stats at the end of the year. Give me over three and a half strikeouts for Austin Voth, and you'll hear that again tonight uh, on the pregame show. And if you want one bonus baseball pick, uh, Lucas Giolito is going against the A's tonight. His prop is five and a half strikeouts at even money. I want the over on uh, Marcus G- uh, uh, Lucas Giolito strikeouts.
0: Hell yeah! There They're you five go. Five and a half.
1: So I'm firing off baseball props. Anything bang, else for people on this uh, football Friday, Christian?
0: Uh No, that kind of sums it up for me, Mud. I uh, I'm happy. I'm re- I'm ready to bet some football, man. This is this is going to be awesome. I'm excited.
1: Subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, we ask you that uh, every single podcast. All we ask you to do, if, you, if if Chris Schein put some money in your pocket last night, subscribe, rate, and review. And I, I'd be curious, I, I'll tweet this out from the account, your favorite bets this weekend. Favorite bets, favorite prompts, favorite fades. Uh, BetQL Boston on Twitter, Twitter. BetQL Boston on Twitter. One other programming note. Uh, I'm going to be, at least to start the year, I, 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 for now I'm going to be the, the, this, the football uh, betting expert. On Marloni Forty Eight Mego every Friday at five thirty. Oh heck, so yeah. I'll be joining that show every Friday at five thirty to make picks. Um, so if you listen to this before that, you're gonna definitely hear a couple of picks ahead of time. But I'll be on with those guys. We're gonna do a survivor pool uh, every week. So uh, I look forward to going. I don't know if Mego knows what betting means, though.
0: Well, I guess so, you're gonna find out.
1: I guess we'll find out today at five thirty. He's way more into dogs than betting on sports. <laughs> I think definitely uh, more into dogs than sports. All right, I I, I have to admit. I am a little bit uh, overwhelmed right now at the amount of football action that's in front of me. Uh, the oh. little, the senses, it's a sensory overload shot. <sighs> yeah, it's a I, sensorly, I sensory it. overload.
0: My, I, so my buddies and I have this annual thing uh, where every week during the football season we just all pick a game and we put in a group parlay. A little pizza money. It's like, Ten bucks a pop, so it, you know, ten to win whatever, and it's five or six legs, and we just try and hit a parlay. Nice. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to place my own bets. I am, I am bathing in all of this football action, and I, I am loving it. I'm, I'm trying not to get. Uh, let myself get uh, away, get you know, go you know, get right. out of hand. Yeah, you
1: can't, you can't go crazy. Well, you can now. You're up two fifty. No, no, no. If you no. Still, can't crazy, still can't
0: go crazy, Mutt. You still can't go crazy. You
1: sound like you're going. Go, you sound like you're go a little bit crazy. No, I'm
0: not. I'm going to bet what I scheduled to bet, um, a plus a little extra because I, I won a lot last night, which is nice. Uh, but I, I'm not going to go overboard. We're gonna we're gonna keep things in tow here and make sure that we can uh, have a good. The the key the key here is to maintain your bank bankroll and. Allow yourself to consistently bet throughout the season, and that's my plan.
1: You're looking to have a good season, not a good night.
0: Correct. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Bingo.
1: Well, you're on. You're well on your way, Chris Shine. Thank uh, you. Beck UL Boston on Twitter. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, find us on the Odyssey app. I just did it the other day. You search Beck UL Boston on the Odyssey app, and guess what? Boom, you're right there, and the uh, the uh, the episodes are right there. Uh, I'm going to get back to work. I have more uh, work to do because there's a lot of games this weekend, a lot of props, and a lot of DFS lineups that need to be built. So, Hell yeah. Uh, Shine, we'll talk uh, at some point tomorrow morning, buddy. Happy Football Friday, pal.
0: Happy Football Friday, man. I'll talk to you later.